Hand up all those who are asleep. Hand up all those who wish they were asleep. Right, I know. When you get to our age, sometimes you do have difficulty falling asleep. And fairly recently, I was talking to a listener uh, who called the office during the weekend. For some reason, we got onto this subject of sleep. And he complained that he was in my age group, meaning a bit older, thank you very much, uh, and he couldn't sleep as well as he used to. So let me ask you, how well do you sleep? I mean, do you ever suffer from insomnia? Are your sleep patterns just all over the place? Yes, very much the same here, I'm afraid. So let's find out what happens to our sleep patterns as we age. Dr Delwyn Bartlett is a psychiatrist who specialises in sleep. Uh, Dr Bartlett, good evening. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Now, do our sleep patterns change as we get older? Are they the same throughout life or do do they change as, uh, as we age? Yes, they most definitely change as we age. So a young, healthy 24-year-old will wake two to three times a night. By the time we get into our late 60s and early 70s, we can wake five to seven times a night or more. Right. So the quality of our sleep changes. And it's really a reflection of the quality of everything that changes in our lives with age. Oh, so it's our poor old bodies breaking down a bit that's doing it to our sleep just as doing it to everything else. It is. And, pe- and yet people have, in many ways, unrealistic expectations about their sleep. Okay. So, you know, what is realistic as we're getting older? What's a realistic approach to our sleep? Give us a, How should we think about sleep as we get older? Well, I think we have to first and foremost see that our sleep... Um, reflects our age and that our expectations of our sleep need to change accordingly. Okay. And, and, with, and with that is the fact that it's the quality of your sleep that changes the most. One of the things I've and, noticed, I don't know if this is common, I've noticed that when I was younger, I, I turned over in my sleep automatically. Now, whenever I need to turn in my sleep, I, I'm awake and it wakes me up having to do I have to do it consciously. I have to think, oh, this side is getting sore, turn over to another side. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, it's just it's just getting older, isn't it? It is, it is. But I think the other thing that is most important in terms of expectations of sleep is that um, as we age, we get less deep sleep. Right. Now, even as a young person, we only get 20% of the night as in deep sleep. Right. Whereas most of the time, a young, healthy person will get um, about 45 to 55% of the night is in relatively light sleep. Right. So as we age, that stays much the same with a little bit of an increase, but we really drop off in our deep sleep. And if you drop off in your deep sleep during slow-wave sleep or deep sleep, that's yep. when we secrete growth hormones. Oh, okay. So if you're getting less, you're getting less slow-wave or deep sleep, then you're going to have less secretion of growth hormone to repair damaged cells. So you can see how it all sort of all fits up. together. Yeah, it does fit together. Now, should should we be anxious about that, or should we just be relaxed about that and say that's the way it is? I think that the latter approach is much better. So after the first approximately three hours of sleep, your expectations of your sleep need to be that you're more aware of waking, that you're more likely to be aware of some dreaming, and that for the last sort of you know, four or five hours of your sleep, that it's going to be relatively light. Right. I remember, more wakes. I remember reading a biography of Groucho Marx years ago, and he suffered really badly from insomnia as he got older, and he, he decided he was just going to put up with it. If he found himself wide awake, he'd turn on the light and read a book or go and play his guitar, which he liked to do, and just say, I'm awake, it's not going to bother me. Is that a reasonable sort of attitude? Look, you can do that, but if you... Um, 
it doesn't really bother you, then just see what you can do. And often it's about not starting to think, not starting to worry about, you know, spouse's health, um, children, grandchildren, all of those things. And it's just like, because the way we think in the middle of the night is actually not very accurate. So the logical thinking part of our brain is often having a rest and we often get a full-on input of of an emotional response. So it doesn't help us. Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, I can relate absolutely to that. In fact, my late father said when he couldn't get to sleep in the middle of the night, he would mentally replay his last golf game. And he said, he said, by about the third hole, I was sound asleep, he said. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, actually, to replay something in reverse because it's tedious and it's very boring. And we're far more likely to go to sleep when, it, when we're bored. Right. Uh, are there things we can do about insomnia? I mean, does a glass of warm milk help? Uh, are sleeping tablets a bad idea? Is is there anything practical we can do about that kind of insomnia? Well, generally, as we age, we seem to think that, you know, we must try harder to go to sleep. And often what you're better doing is you set boundaries, that you get up and early in the morning and you have a walk, have some exercise, even just, you know, doing some lunges or side steps or something. Yep, yep. All of those things. And, and watch what you eat and drink, um, and that's really important. So a healthy diet, all of those things. But it's really about not spending a huge amount of time in bed attempting sleep and thinking, my sleep's responsible for me being tired or right. having more pain. It does impact on that, but it's an important part of your life, but it's not all of your life. What about physical exercise? Does does physical work actually help us sleep a bit better? Well, if you do a lot of exercise just for your sleep and you're doing it to wear yourself out, it's probably not that helpful. Whereas right. you need to exercise because it makes us feel better, it improves our mood and it helps to set boundaries for our sleep. Right. So if you can exercise particularly in the morning, get morning light, which suppresses your sleep hormone melatonin, gets you up, gets you going, and it's an important part of the day. Okay. But if your life revolves around your sleep, that, that can be quite detrimental. All right. It, it seems to me, just listening to what you're saying, the really big, big message is don't get stressed about this. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. And, we... it, and it, you know, it, it's important, but it, it's the way it is, you know, and just things don't work as well. All right. Well, you are the voice of of good common sense, and I thank you for that. Dr. Bartlett, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Dr. Delwyn Bartlett, a psychiatrist who specialises in sleep. Did that help? It helped me being told, okay, you can't sleep, don't worry about it, don't panic, it's what happens as you get older. It just happens. Go with the flow. Uh, I, I hope it helps. If you're lying there staring at the ceiling, I hope it's helping.